Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 355 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I'm here, and we got a full studio today. Damn right we do. We have Carlos and the dog. I don't want to say his name because it'll he's he's being really good right now. Yeah, he's just grinding away on a bone. You know, man, like sometimes it's just the daily grind. And I got I got to hand it to him like he's uh, he's putting in the hours even on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's really going to go places. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got nowhere, nothing to go with that. <laughs> All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout-out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Tyler Romanski, Hoppin' Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. You were telling me something about our Black Belt patrons uh, earlier this week, and I can't quite remember what it was. Oh, uh, so they are actually in a go-karting league. Oh, really? Yeah, no, uh... Like and like, so the cool thing is like, uh, they, it's like a weekly thing that they get together. They go go karting together. It's a lot of fun. But uh, w- once a month, they go freestyle go karting where there is no course. They just go out on the streets, bu- busy streets, and just go around buses and everything. That and just sounds race. incredibly dangerous. Very dangerous, but they're also very skilled because they're patrons. Is it illegal? Oh, it is highly illegal, as a matter of oh. fact. Uh, but it's a good thing that uh, no police that are are going to listen to this and know that our patrons are the ones that are uh, doing the skull guarding. Oh, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like we wouldn't blow their spot up like that. Yeah, we wouldn't. So it's a good thing that that's not a we're not a that's that's definitely that. not a thing that's happening right now. It's definitely not. Yep, definitely not. So if you'd like to join this underground, uh, totally go- legal uh, and real go karting league, if you got the need for speed. Uh, yeah, or uh, you well, know, go-kart if, speeds, or, I guess. or if you'd like to burn out, yeah, or uh, uh, be a driver, or uh, <laughs> running out of car games. Yeah, no, I, I guess uh, I, I got nothing with Gran Turismo. That doesn't help at all. Or if you'd like to Mario Kart, head on over yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> blindinstudios.com uh, and click on the patron link of our homepage, or head over to patreon.com slash blindinstudios and become a patron today. Have you ever used a go-kart? Yeah, have tried, you? Yeah, I, I think I did once, but it was like... Oh. I had a go-kart for a while growing really? up. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where you go on the course and like, there's all these rules that you have to follow. Yep. And, and then you don't. Yeah, it's, I think they're, they're more like guidelines than rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, go karts. Uh, yeah. So do that. Uh, and while you're at blindnosestudios.com, head over or click on the store link at the top of our homepage, or head to teespring.com/store/blindnosestudios and buy some of our cool merch. I really like the cheese orange uh, shirt with our logo on it. I really like that one. Oh, there's a bright orange shirt. No, it's cheese orange. It's like uh, it's like an aged cheddar. So it's a not bright orange. Yeah, it's more of like a burnt orange. Oh, cool. Uh, but it's closer to an aged cheddar orange. Well, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, Carlos, my friend, my colleague, the guy who's here all the time. 
What have you been up to? Well, I haven't moved from the spot since the last time I recorded. It's very weird. I just didn't move at all. It's just like uh, just like a bunch of food wrappers around and empty beer cans. Yeah, no, I, I am chained here. There's some manacles on my leg, so I'm chained to this table, so I can't go from here. But. I'm afraid to ask what you've been doing for the bathroom, so I'm not. Well, you see those. I'm uh, not. I'm not asking. Those Taco Bell no, cups I'm, over I, there. I'm not asking. That's not me. I'm doing. Them. I, I said. I said. I'm not asking. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, not too much this last week. Uh, just been playing some video games. Uh, started playing some Persona 5 Royale Edition. Uh, Does it come with cheese? You know, I, I think about that every time I see the, the title of the game. It's like, <laughs> wow. Uh, it's, and, uh, but otherwise, not a whole lot. Uh, we did, uh, we went to 45th Parallel yesterday, though. We sure did, uh, and that was uh, that was a time and a half. I had a really good day. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, n- both 45th Parallel and, and uh, the, the new lift bridge location. Both their outdoor seating uh, spots did not have shade. So yeah, your face is a little burned. Mine's yeah. a little red, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so got a little bit of sun there, but uh, I, I I didn't think to put like so I assumed there was gonna be shade there, so I didn't bother putting. Well, and like on. I I had kind of forgotten that the dog was coming, um, and so I, I thought we'd be inside, mm-hmm. uh, but with the dog we were not because it was very hot, and then the dog, yeah, was on the outside. Yeah, but yeah, the, those pizza at Forty Fifth were good. Uh, the beers at both look at a Forty Fifth and at a. No, if I didn't have any beers. You know, at 45th. you had a cocktails at 45th. Cocktails at 45th. And beers at Lift Bridge. Yeah, the beers were good. The cocktails were good. The cocktails were incredible. They were very tasty. And you had a nice spicy Bloody Mary. Yep, a spicy Bloody and a. And a savory mojito. Yeah, it was an interesting basil mojito. I hadn't had one with basil in it before. Yeah, with uh, with dill akavit. Yeah, that was that was strange that there was dill akavit in it, but it was still, it was okay. Yeah. It was pretty good. All righty. Anything else? Nope. Nothing really. Nothing else. All right. Uh, Let's see. Things that I've been up to. Uh, So, like, I'm getting, like, weeks kind of merged together. Uh, But I am scuba certified now. I believe that happened this Mm -hmm. week. Uh, Because, yeah, I talked about it while I was in the middle of it last week. I'm officially done with it now. Did the lake lake dives, which was interesting uh, because visibility was terrible uh, in the lakes. Uh, It was like... Four or five feet of visibility. Um, and it was interesting to be sitting at the bottom of the lake alone at one point, waiting for uh, everybody else to finish their thing. And I was like at the end of the line and I was just kind of like sitting at the bottom of the lake and I couldn't see it. It couldn't really see anything around me. And then all of a sudden, boop, there's another diver. And I'm like, oh, hello. Wouldn't it be fun if, like, it's a low visibility location? You went down there and you had, like, a duffel bag of, like, some, like, scary monster fins or, like, a mask to put on. Just, like, shark faces. And then just, like, and then, like, go creep on some other be Oh, that would be a lot of fun, actually. That that would be, uh, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. As long as they also follow the safety protocol of, like, uh... Of not drowning? Yeah, of not drowning. That is that is the safety protocol. That that would be an issue. Is you scare them and they do something wrong and they do they hurt themselves. Yeah, like ninety percent of the safety protocols in scuba diving are just the one rule of not drowning. Yeah. Like just don't do that and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did that. Uh, then. Uh, and also, was- don't let your lungs explode. Oh yeah, yeah. That's part of not drowning. Well, if your lungs explode, you're not really drowning. You're drowning in air. Or in your own blood. I think it's your own blood. Then. Yeah. So yeah, you're still drowning. 
Like I said, it, it, it works. Like, it's, I mean, it's 100% effective. Don't drown. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm trying to, like, I knew there was, uh, oh, and then uh, after that, we, uh, so Wednesday, Thursday, I had dog classes uh, for Numb Nuts and uh, did that, and that was good, and uh, we went out Thursday night for the first time in a while. We were, we hit up, we hit up the bars for a minute, woke up incredibly hungover on Friday, which was not cool. Yeah, man. I burned the the hell off my mouth. I had a, a, a bar pizza and it was like, because uh, I was drunk, it's like, well, this is what I need at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I was hungry and I did need it. I probably didn't need to shove it in my mouth like I did. And burn my mouth. Yeah, but at the time you needed to. I did. Yeah, and you would have thought that I had stopped after burning my mouth the first slice, but no, ah, that's, the that's damage not. is already done at that point. Yeah, I just got to keep going. Um, yeah, and then uh, Friday we went up to Pitchfork, and they were super busy, which was kind of cool. Um, and then we played some advertising, and I became the president of the advertising company, and yeah. it was amazing. And yeah, it was a and it was a real underdog story. You were way far behind. I was like fifteen points behind, and then came out and won it. Yeah, uh, much to Matt's chagrin. Yeah, no, he uh, and Speedy or uh, and, and Evenson wanted to uh, wanted to give it give it to him, and I'm like, no, no. He did it wrong. Yeah, if only he didn't say specifically garbage bags. That's right? his problem. That was his problem. Like, if he had said glad, then I would have been like, ah. We'll give it to him. But if but he said glad garbage bags, and it was talking about uh, plastic wrap. Yep. And, and he had said saran wrap before, and then yeah. he said glad garbage bags. And it's like, no, no. Like, he, he was intentionally wrong. Yeah, no, if he had said glad, it'd be like, oh, he's clearly talking about the glad wrap. Yeah. But no. Um, yeah, so did that. Then you know, Saturday we went up and uh, did all that, all the fun stuff. Oh, and then today uh, for Father's Day, I took my dad out to uh, Winzerstube, which is the local German restaurant, which is absolutely incredible. And then took them to Hop and Barrel for the first time, uh, where we had a beer and had some brats, wursts, or what did you go? With? Uh, I got I got the Jaeger Schnitzel, my usual go to. So they had a. Uh, Let's take the squeaky yeah, toy away. Yeah, let's take the squeaky toy away. Uh, they had a limited menu for um, for Father's Day, and then uh, yeah. So, but your 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 uh, your sausage platter was still on there, and then the uh, the Jaeger schnitzel, which is there. Uh, it's like that. It's the schnitzel with uh, it's the pork schnitzel with a mushroom gravy on it, which is really good. Uh, and then it had a giant pilsner. And it was just, it was a fantastic meal. I Every time I go there, I'm always so happy with the with the meal that I had. You can't go wrong with a gigantic Pilsner to go with your food. Yeah. He seems very upset. He's looking for something else that's loud to make noise. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> this will be interesting. Um, yeah, so then, yeah, that just kind of brings it to there. So I've been playing uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Um, I'm, I'm getting like close to like the end ish, I think. Uh, but I, I hit this point where uh, I'm fighting this, it's like this boss and I think I'm just going to give up and ignore it. Cause it's a side quest and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I've spent the last hour and a half trying to just, just futilely throw myself against this thing. And it feels like I'm missing something. Because it's just infinitely spawning bad guys. Oh. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is all horseshit. Does it help if you ignore the bad guys at spawning? Does that not help? No, that makes it worse. Because then I die immediately. So either, like, so there's there's one big bad that's spawning all the bad guys, right? At an, a ridiculous rate. And, like, they're tearing through my shields and my health way too quickly, knocking down my uh, my my buddies. And I'm like, what the hell? Is it, like, a hidden quest? Like, it's made for people who are super leveled up and, like... No! No, it's not. No, it's, uh, it's like, right after one of the loyalty missions. <laughs> This is this is horseshit. This is not cool. It's not even kind of fun. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to, what to say. I don't know. Maybe you're doing it wrong somehow. I look well. That's what I thought. So I looked it up online. Oh yeah. Yeah, doing it right. Is, what the? Fuck? It's just a bullshit quest. Also, oh, people were complaining about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is horseshit. This is horseshit. Not well balanced. No, it's not. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna come back after I'm way over leveled and see if I can just blow it up. Yeah. But I have also run into the issue with in Andromeda where it feels like I'm doing ineffectual damage. Um, like so in the uh, in the other Mass Effect games, like there was a nice curve, mm-hmm. and I and I haven't hit like the top of that curve yet. Like I feel like. It's more like Skyrim where things are leveling with me, so I'm not getting that like that feeling of being super powered yet. Which is And I'm level thirty something. Which is the downside. Like that's why I play RPGs is like you start out weak and you get strong and like you want to have those like enemies that are going down. Yeah. Well also like when I hit because I'm twenty five, twenty six hours into mm-hmm. this game now. Like by this point, I I want to start to be able to like run through content a little faster because I'm ready for the game to start to wind down. So, are you locked in your difficulty? Could you just turn that down? Maybe I I'll, I'll have to take a look because that might help. It might, but then like then I don't get the achievement for normal. Oh, and... it's it's a, one of those games where it tracks your your achievement for beating the game. Yeah, I don't like that. I I like it when a game says freely change difficulties. I like that because, like, oh, I can drop it at this point. I can put it up. I'm not locked out of some achievement. Yeah. These meaningless internet points that I I actually don't care about, but I still do. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, no, and it's something I shouldn't give a shit about. I really shouldn't, but I do because you just, you just kind of, you kind of end up doing it. Yeah. I, I like how some games do actually have, like, a casual mode. Uh, where it's like, oh, yeah, just like some story-heavy games will be like, all right, yeah, you can just skip some of the stuff. We'll make it like so easy that you can't really lose. Mm-hmm. And I, I can understand that. I, I don't usually play that, but like I, I definitely get like how that'd be helpful since some games are super – don't bite my foot. <laughs> uh, some games are uh, really grindy, and like it's nice to avoid that. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited to be done with Mass Effect. I'm glad that I'm playing it. There's some aspects of it that are like the story. Parts of the story have really like grabbed me. Um, like there's uh, some kind of like hidden intrigue going on with uh, the reason behind like the the initiative, and so I'm just trying to figure that out. Is it the loose of man? Uh, no, actually, people. Uh, I ran into a bunch of Cerberus people that are real pissed at the elusive man, and that's why they went on the initiative. Oh, like so? Isn't it like his daughter on the mission too, or something? Uh, I don't. I don't believe. I, thought, so. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. So if you know that, I don't. I don't know. Okay. 
Uh, but yeah, so it's um, it's been really interesting. Now he's eating a block of wood. You can eat that wood. That's fine. Dogs are ridiculous, guys. Yeah. Just ridiculous. All right, we need to slam these so we can get into the beer tasting, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, might as well talk about it. Like, right. <laughs> we talking can't... about the before times. It's a pre-prohibition pilsner from Bauhaus Brew Labs in the cities. Oh, no. Oh, no. At least it was empty. Yep. Didn't need to dump uh, any, a full beer on your laptop. Yeah, that would have been bad. I was trying to see if there was anything written on here, but there is not. I don't know anything about pre-prohibition pilsners. It's a solid pilsner, though. I'll say that about it. All right. Uh, so the beer that we're tasting today uh, is from Falling Knife Brewing Company in Northeast Minneapolis. Um, this is the uh, Verbal Tip, a hazy IPA with mosaic and citra hops. Uh, a little classic combination there that you don't see too often anymore. Um, yeah, while you're pouring it there, you want to talk about it? or? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, let's see. I'm just going to hold it up to see it. Yeah, there's, it's there's hazy. Not, yeah, there, there's not much on the can or... Uh, beyond like what it is, or and I couldn't find much online. Uh, it is a seven and a half percent ABV, or I guess seven point three percent if we're counting uh, exacts here. All right, yeah, no. Uh, let me just. Oh, I, I, I no no date on this, but I'll just hope that's fresh. I got it from Chaconians. It should be pretty fresh. Let's see. So yeah, I. I it's uh, yeah, it's pretty normal uh, IPA t- to it. I like it's got the like a, this is like it's made with mosaic and citra hops, and I don't think there's a whole lot more to this. Like it's uh, I don't know, easy to drink IPA. Yeah, uh, the aroma is really nice. Uh, haze factor, like it's pretty hazy. Oh yeah, it's definitely a pretty it's not murky. the haziest beer I've ever. It's like had. the lake you were diving in. Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Um, wow, body's real thin. It's way thinner than I expected. I expected a little bit more body there. Yeah, you're, you are right. It's, uh, it is a little thin, but... Yeah, I don't I don't know if I like that. But I don't know, like, if with a hazy IPA, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I, I'm fine with it. So I like how it finishes dry, but mm-hmm. I feel like I just want a little bit more, uh, a little bit more mouthfeel. Um, yeah, that's, that's really kind of digging it for me. The hop, the hop character is really good. Uh, the flavors are really good, but the mouthfeel, uh, it's its missing something. Like, it needs a higher mash temper. Just something to give it just a little bit more umptiousness. All right. All right. Uh, give me a number. Well, this is a, I don't know, this seems like a pretty standard hazy IPA. Like, nothing's really jumping out to me about it. So I'm just going to give it. Six and a half, like just just an average number. Right yeah, there. this is a very average attempt at a hazy IPA. It's nothing incredible. I've had better beers from them. Um, head retention is not good. Like it's, we just poured these and like the head's already uh, pretty much gone. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with you. I'm gonna give it a a six, six and a half. I guess I'll give it a six and a half. It's just uh, it's just touch, a, a touch a touch disappointing for uh, an eighteen dollar uh, four pack. Oh yeah, no, I could see. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't drop it down to six then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Today six and a half is about my just regular old beard score. 
It depends. It changes every day because we like to stick to our numbers, and our numbers are ever changing. Huh? No, yeah, my uh, my scale is never the same. I know you, but you just said you like to stick to your numbers, yeah. and your numbers are ever changing. Yeah, the numbers feels are like you're not the numbers are same, but what they mean is different. Uh. And now the Department of Offense presents. He's gonna eat that entire log. Yeah. that's me. An angry Florida man pulled a gun on a drive-thru worker because they forgot the cream cheese with his bagel. The employee at the other end of the gun just happened to be the daughter of the police chief. Police said the man became angry at a Starbucks drive-thru when they messed up his order uh, earlier this week. He returned to the window screaming at the employee. She asked whether the man had paid for the cream cheese, at which point he became enraged and pulled out a gun. Um, Chief Delman uh, Noel Pratt uh, said that the experience traumatized her 23-year-old daughter. The chief's daughter told police that the man did not point the gun at her, but that she feared he would hurt her um, if she didn't give him the cream cheese. She felt in fear uh, for her life. Uh, it was upsetting uh, to me to know that someone would go to that extreme uh, not having cream cheese on his bagel. Eventually, the woman gave the man his cream cheese and he drove away. According to the rest report, he said he grabbed the gun and put it in the air because it was falling out of his pocket, but denied that, the, uh, that having the gun out was meant to threaten the woman. Uh, the suspect faces several charges, including aggravated assault with a firearm. He was being held on a $10,000 bond. It's unclear if he has an attorney who could comment on the charges. So there's a couple of things here that I got. One... It's not sure if the like the gun was pointed at the the girl or not, but I feel like that's irrelevant. Yeah, there should be no reason to have a gun anywhere near your hand in a drive-through. Yeah, no. If you're unless young, you're at a drive-through gun store. Yeah, if you're in the drive-through, you're yelling at the employee, and you have a gun in your hand. Doesn't matter where it's pointing. You are threatening them. You are definitely in the wrong. In fact, we could we could we can back up. If you are in the drive, if you are yelling at an employee, regardless of your location, you are in the wrong. Like yelling at an employee never solves anything. Yeah. You can talk calmly to them, explain the situation. Um, and if they're like, and then like go calmly go above their head, there's no reason that you need to yell at them, especially for something as trivial as fucking cream cheese. Like go back through, be like, Hey, you forgot my cream cheese. Can I have some please? Though it sounds like this lady wasn't going to give up the cream cheese, which yeah. seems like a weird hill to die on to me. Yeah, it seems strange that uh, like uh, that's a thing that they would make a, a deal. I guess I don't know how cream cheese works if you're going through a drive-through. Like, is it a, like a, just a packet? They I'm give guessing them? it's a packet. Like, I know uh, at Dunn Brothers, it's just a packet of cream cheese. Because like normally, I would figure like yeah, maybe like no, no, normally in a situation like this, like if oh if you pull, if a customer's being calm about it, it's like oh. Oh, like even if you're normally would charge extra for like a packet or something, it's like oh, just it's like I gave cents. away so many free sauces when I worked the drive-through at McDonald's. If you go to Taco Bell, do you just give them? Okay, a, well, give first them a of all, they just they just like just, and they will shovel you. 
like just shovel sauces towards you. Like you, like an insane amount. They know you're not going to use them. Like, it, it's almost an insulting amount of sauces. Like you need like one or two and they'll give you. They, they give 20. you like 17 handfuls. It's like, why? Why are you doing this? It's to like you, you get a bag and half of it's sauce. Don't make me complicit and you're just sh- sauce <laughs> shoveling. I believe there there are entire floating islands of Taco Bell sauce packets in the ocean somewhere. Yeah. There probably there's, are. there's a fish uh, and a sea turtle that have lay claim to Saucelandia. Yeah. A little spicy. A Washington, D.C. man finds himself stranded in the village, uh, in, or in the villages in Florida, uh, because he feels he can't wear a mask and the airlines won't let him fly without one. Now, Lucas Wall wants a federal judge to block the rules requiring masks. Lucas Wall filed the 206-page lawsuit on his own behalf last week against President Biden and federal agencies, along with Orlando's airport and the Lynx bus system. Now he is uh, suing several airlines and has a GoFundMe uh, account for legal fees. Wall argues the rules are unconstitutional and illegal and that, contrary to the views of experts, wearing a mask does more harm than good. He says he has been in the villages uh, caring for his mother for several months. Both are fully vaccinated now, and he has his tickets to fly again. To do so, he has to wear a mask. But Wall says he has a generalized anxiety disorder, and wearing one causes him to feel like he's having a panic attack. He also claims that forced muzzling violates our individual liberty. I thought we had solved this already. Yeah, no. You know, maybe if it was just the anxiety thing, maybe you'd have a point. But but then you bring the second part in, like this forced muzzling thing. No, it's clearly that's the issue here that he has. Like, I don't think he has any actual anxiety besides anything he makes up. No, he's he's literally just just a dumbass. Yeah, like I mean. So are they requiring like masks on airlines? Yep. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. You have you have to wear a mask. Um, I suppose like because unless people, unless you are actively eating or drinking something. I can understand that though because people will just fucking lie about being vaccinated. So. Yep. Uh, well, and so I'm guessing that'll go away. Um, they're like they're they're uh, reevaluating every once in a while. Um, One like, of the well, uh, coaches that landed in uh, for the Olympics had COVID. Of so, course, uh, yeah. yeah, of course. So that uh, just goes to show, like, <sighs> well, it's it's one of those things. COVID is never going to go away. Yeah, um, it's going to become more like the like it's it's like every other like recurring disease, like the flu or the cold, like where get a vaccination, move on. It's going to mitigate the damage. Yeah, but if it, it's more dangerous than a flu, uh, that means like people need to get vaccinated. Yeah, I no, I agree. But like even so we're vaccinated now. Yeah. We're going to in a year, we're going to have to get another vaccination. Yeah. That's just what it is because it's going to mutate and change and do all this stuff. And it does that faster when there's more people that aren't vaccinated. Exactly. So uh, it's people just need to... I guess nut up. Yeah. Like we talk about the these are the same people talking out of their mouth about how tough they are and yada yada yada. Well, I'm sorry if you think you're so tough and you're ready, ready to like defend your liberties with a gun and, and like lay your life down. How about, you know, show us how tough you are by just wearing a mask. That would require some actual personal responsibility though. Oh, you can't have that. Can't oh. have that. Nope. All right. Uh, so people found camping overnight on Bournemouth's uh, uh, beaches face being woken up every hour by beach patrol. 
Uh, Bournemouth uh, Christchurch and Poole, uh, BCP uh, Council said, anyone thinking of camping on the beach can expect an uncomfortable night's sleep. The authority uh, said the tactic had put off dozens of campers over the past two weeks. Uh, those found illegally camping who refused to pack up and move on face prosecution and a 1,000-pound fine. Oh, so they're not just waking them up every hour on the hour. Oh, they are. But they're also fining them. And then what, they come back an hour later and find them again? No, 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 no. They just like, if you're willing to be prosecuted and pay the $1,000 fine and get woken up every hour, you could stay. Um, Counselor uh, May Haynes uh, said the hour wake-up calls were carried out to 12 groups of campers in Southbourne, uh, and they left as a result of this, and nine more were dealt with this weekend. Uh, Miss May added, overnight camping on the beaches uh, was a complex issue, but we have a plan and it is working. In recent weeks, as temperatures have soared, thousands of sun seekers have flocked to the resort. BCP Council said more than 400,000 people visited the area on Saturday and Sunday. The authority issued more than 800 parking tickets across uh, Bournemouth, uh, Christchurch, and Poole as cars were left uh, parked on verges, pavements, uh, pavements, and double yellow lines. When the first uh, lockdown was eased last June, it led to the council declaring a major incident when Bournemouth Beach uh, was uh, stretched to the absolute hilt as thousands flocked to the area. To prepare for the surge in visitors this summer, a range of measures have been brought, including uh, COVID marshals, drones to monitor crowds, and a park and ride scheme. So what's the fee? Uh, it's a fine. Well, yeah. Of a thousand pounds. Yeah, but if you have enough money, though, it's just a fee then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's how fines are. Yeah. They're, uh, they're punishments for the poor and fees for the rich. Yeah. All right. Um, after President Joe Biden signed a bill into law making Juneteenth. Uh, oh, uh, this uh, the, the title of this segment right here is South Carolina still doesn't get it. All right. All right. Uh, so after President Joe, uh, Joe Biden uh, signed a bill into law uh, making Juneteenth a federal holiday, most federal offices around the country closed Friday in recognition of the day. But state offices in South Carolina remained open. While it was given special recognition in 2008, Juneteenth is not an official state holiday in South Carolina. On June 19th, 1865, Union Army Major General uh, Gordon Granger uh, rode into Galveston, Texas, and informed enslaved African Americans that the Civil War had ended and all slaves were free. It came more than two years after President Abraham Lincoln's historic Emancipation Proclamation, but the same year as General e, uh, Robert E. Lee uh, surrendered. Because June 19th falls on a Saturday this year, many are celebrating it on the closest workday. However, uh, Senator Daryl Jackson uh, plans to introduce a bill when the legislative session resumes to make it so next year Juneteenth is a holiday in South Car uh, Carolina. I'm the grandson of slaves from Rich Richland County. I am fortunate to be uh, able to track three generations of slaves in my family. In 1865, my grandfather was 15 years old, and I try to imagine how he felt. First time, 15 years old, as a young boy, he gets to go out in the world and try to make a difference. Uh, Jackson said in 1865, most people in uh, South Carolina were black, and the vast majority were enslaved, which makes the holiday particularly important to the state to celebrate where we've come from, to celebrate uh, that day as a day of freedom. Senator Katrina Sheely uh, chairs the committee that would oversee Jackson's bill. Sheely supports the legislation, but said the main concern some members of her caucus might have is approving another day off for state employees. I think the main concern is not the holiday itself. We already have so many state holidays, we're adding um, another state holiday. There's actually not that many. Yep. Uh, currently, there are 13 in South Carolina, according to the state agency website. Sheely said removing uh, Confederate 
Memorial Day is not an option for her, as it is important to give people who have relatives who fought for the Confederacy a day to remember their ancestors. What about Memorial Day? Does that... That would be the one. Because, like, it's Memorial Day. So yeah, that, that, would, that would work. I feel like that's the holiday for that. So let's continue to honor everyone. Everyone, let's be bipartisan about it and all work together, she said. Jackson uh, said he has spoken to Sheely about making a compromise similar to the deal made when Martin Luther King Jr. Day was becoming a state holiday. He said he was willing to write his legislation so state workers can either choose to take Confederate Memorial Day off or Juneteenth. I know it's a process, and I'm not opposed to that option. If that is the best we can get, and we can uh, make that an option, wait, I will wait. be for, there for that. When does Confederate Memorial Day fall on? Um, I will look that up in just a second here. Um, to arguments that it is not necessary to have two days celebrating independence or freedom, Jackson noted his ancestors were still enslaved when the U.S. achieved independence from Great Britain. I think we can celebrate both, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, so Confederate... Memorial Day. Memorial Day is on June 3rd in Kentucky. Oh, in Kentucky. Probably the same in... Uh... Yep, yep. Um, June 3rd. Oh, no, no. Uh, South, South Carolina chose May 10th. <laughs> uh, because uh, that's when uh, Confederate General uh, Thomas Stonewall Jackson died in 1863. Oh yeah, uh, that's uh, I. I would like to. I like to choose my uh, my Confederate holidays by when generals die. When do you think Confederate Memorial Day was established? Do you think it was during during the Confederacy? I think it was probably nineteen seventy three. Um, I am looking to see here. Um, uh, oh, this article doesn't say. Maybe the Wikipedia one will let us know. Origins. Um, okay, so for most uh, most states, it's April 26th um, when the last major Confederate field army surrendered. Um, okay, so in Georgia, it was 1866. Um, and then by 1916, most had. So it wasn't... Nearly as insane as I thought, but it is also different days in different states. Yeah, also, no, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a bullshit holiday. So we're looking at January 19th in Texas, uh, the fourth Monday in April, which is that's convenient, in uh, Alabama and Florida, the last Monday in April in uh, Mississippi, May 10th for North Carolina, South Carolina, and June 3rd, Kentucky and Tennessee. So yeah, I guess it was first from 1866. So I I have I have uh, just like a message for everyone out there who feels like we need holidays to remember the Confederacy. Fuck you, just straight up fuck you. You like we should not memorialize the tearing apart of the country. Like that's just it's just a thing that shouldn't happen. Look. If they're going to be celebrated, it should be over regular Memorial Day. Unless you're saying that they're not actual United States soldiers which, and don't deserve to be recognized on Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Which, I mean, I, which I, I, I'm hearing your argument. I'm there definitely now. hearing your argument. And then I feel like you should learn how to celebrate them on your own time. Uh, because guess what? It's not an important 
important. Like it's it's something that you shouldn't forget about yeah. your state, but it's not something that should be celebrated about your state. Right. The fact that you thought enslaving uh, other humans was more important than maintaining like a cohesive country. Yeah. Uh, like that's that's so fucked. So that's, what, two weeks in a row with South Carolina news, right? Yep. <laughs> they still don't get it. All right, moving on to our discussion topic for the day, which is... Oh, we're going to do it then, all right? Yeah, why not? Let's do all it. Right, yeah, so uh, if you had a, like, a dirigible, a, if you had, like, some... Like, do I a, just get a single dirigible? You just get a single dirigible. Okay. What would you do with it? Like I'm talking about full-size Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, here. like uh, just a, a full Zeppelin. I know exactly what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to become an air pirate. So how is that going to work? Like, who are you going to be pirating? Well, obviously, other people with Zeppelins. Um, probably attacking blimps over major sports stadiums. Okay, um, so there are some targets, I guess. Like, yep. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of blimps around these days. Uh, Besides Goodyear's one blimp. Uh, robbing uh, top floors of skyscrapers. Okay. Uh, these these are all just very easy targets with minimal security. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> in that top floor of that skyscraper. It's not just offices and office supplies. You don't know. Like, what if, what if there's penthouse suites up there? Maybe. Yeah, that's where all the art is, at, at high above the clouds. And now I'm up there pillaging and plundering. Maybe you go to you can get to the Trump suites and just get the gold plated like hotel room. Just I don't want to. I don't want to weigh down my <laughs> your, uh, your zeppelin with my gold. zeppelin with 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 gaudy shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I like. I mean, obviously, like that's that's the the best idea. And then I can also do things uh, like have like biplanes like come down and maybe uh, finally fulfill my dream of just becoming like Baloo and Tailspin yeah. uh, and having like, or being able to like sky surf behind an airplane or a Zeppelin. I don't think sky surfing is a real thing, but sure. Uh-huh. I saw Tailspin. Did you not see Tailspin? It's been a long time, but I did and see Tailspin. And I guess I, I am now realizing that I am now the bad guy in Tailspin. I'm the tiger who has... Shere Khan, right? Yep, who uh, has an entire fleet of pirate zeppelins. Oh, man. But you only got the one zeppelin, so you're not Shere Khan. Well, until I pillage your zeppelin and oh. commandeer it. <laughs> so this is my idea. I'm thinking a restaurant in the sky. Well, I mean, yeah, if you want to have a good one. Yeah, you just, uh, you, you, everybody hops on board. You take your, take off to the sky and like have the, all, everything's cooked on board and like it's brought on over them. Uh, you don't have to, you, um, you like, you only have to have some refrigerator space because you're going to, like, uh, as you're taking on, uh, uh, people for the, uh, the trip, like, you're also going to fill up with like, uh, whatever you need for the day or anything yeah. like that. Um, you could even like a, you could have like different things like a, I'm th I'm thinking like it'd be like a two hour experience but or maybe you could like make it like a, f a full day thing but I I don't know if anybody would want to be in a zeppelin that this, the, now you're at the That's point a long where it's time too to long. be well yeah. so I have a question um, is then, it is it a theme restaurant <sighs> no I I I don't think it's a theme so much as like it's going to be kind of nice inside like every can can I make a suggestion for your restaurant all right I think you're gonna love it all right all right. So I think you should uh, you should make it like a period right. piece. Like let's say 
late 20s, early 30s, uh, vaguely European. Um, and, uh, like, uh, right before takeoff or right af- actually right after takeoff on everyone, um, you could have somebody, like, going through and then throw somebody out the window and just say, no ticket. <laughs> How about like 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 uh, more like make it just like an Indiana Jones theme wrestling? So like like a theme like 1930 type theme of but like more of like an imaginative uh, like a vision of it where like because like people people did actually do that like but like like uh, not full steampunk either because that's that's to be a bit too much but like uh. So everybody's like dressed like like nice but for like 1930 type clothing Uh, and then. So there's going to be the, the 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 like the the bioplane that's attached to it or whatever. Yeah, that is actually going to be for deliveries. There's somebody like the, the a pilot in a bomber jacket is going to hop in there, go and go f- do flybys and drop uh, some uh drop off a couple of deliveries. So I I feel like you 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 completely just disregarded my Indiana Jones idea. And well, that's like the kind of time period we're talking about I know, there. But I was like I, well, I wanted like, to make make Disney branded. Guy's gonna like the, the pilot. The guy who's gonna be in that uh that uh, biplane is gonna be like leather with a bomber jacket with like a yeah. Uh, but even better, like you could do like a mock dogfight out the window as entertainment for everyone. No, I I, I don't think I'm gonna do a mock dogfight. I don't think you can do that like safely above a city. Why not? I don't know. I feel like having a bunch of <laughs> aerobatic uh uh. Planes going around. Then do it over the ocean. That actually might not be a bad place to do this because if then like if something bad goes on your ship, it starts going down. You got landing area. No, you have sinking area. I guess it might sink. It would definitely sink. But you know, it might not sink. It would definitely sink, and it'd be full of hydrogen, so it would burn and sink. I don't know. Well, hydrogen is not what they're supposed to use. They're supposed to use helium. Hydrogen's very dangerous. Uh, but hydrogen's way cheaper. And I know you. You're going to cut corners and make it cheap. I don't know. I know I am. Like The only reason I'm going to use helium on my pirate ship is because I'm going to be pirating things. And I don't want to make it easy for people to like blow me up. All right. Yeah, no, I, I just don't. Yeah, I think it'd be helium. I, I I think hydrogen is insane. I think hydrogen Dude. is the right one to use, and I think all you would need is some angry guy in a drive-through fire, like getting angry about not having cream cheese and actually firing a bullet off, piercing through the the. I don't think you understand how bullets work. Can they go through a zeppelin? Yeah, but they're not going to ignite the helium or the hydrogen. Well, it might if it's in Florida. No, it's not. It's, no, you Florida would, is a hot. Hot you would area. you would you would need a spark or fire like you would need an instigator like a, a lead bullet's not gonna do it. But if it hits something, it might spark. Not if everything's made out of wood. There's metal inside these things. Like it's not, not only wood. If you make it out of only wood, then you won't have the problem. I don't think it's gonna be only wood. Why I, I don't think that's how they build these things. That's why they blew up. I don't know. So uh, we're gonna solve it. Helium is too expensive, and there's not enough of it. I'm going to disagree with you. There. We have a finite supply of helium. We have a near infinite supply of hydrogen. I think nobody's going to want to ride in a Zeppelin that's full of hydrogen. Oh, my God. You don't tell them. I think they might know when it explodes. 
yeah, well, hopefully that's after you've made a bunch of money and then, and then like it's already insured. I don't know if I can get insured. I think they might have something to say about paying my insurance if it's oh, full hydrogen. Like, I mean, if you have... There's if, no insurance coming, though. If you have Zeppelin money, you don't, like... You're, you're, you've are you're already paid off the insurance companies. <laughs> like, you don't need to worry. Like, we're talking, like, Bezos money here. Like, you well, really don't... You okay? Uh, he was, I think, he was trying to chew a cable or something. Oh, that'd be new. Like I feel like if you if you have if you have Zeppelin money, we don't really need to worry about accidentally murdering people. But I don't know. Like I feel like if you're gonna do uh, healing, if uh, okay, fine. If helium's so expensive, then you're not gonna be making enough money with sky piracy. Let's be honest. There's not enough money you'd be making off of that. There is an amazing amount of money, and I only need one purchase of helium. And then, uh, then like, also, everybody else is using hydrogen, which makes my job as a sky pirate so much easier. All I have to do is have one flaming arrow. Like, I literally just have to employ an archer with flaming arrows. And then I'm like, oh, hey, would you like to be blown out of the sky? What if uh, we did something else? Something that was uh, something that wasn't sky piracy, and something something where you could do either helium or hydrogen, but that would just make more money. I don't think you're going to make money with piracy. And honestly, even as, as no matter how expensive you make this restaurant, it's gonna <laughs> you're not gonna be able to pay for it. Well, that's why, like you. So what you? I mean, you have to use it for transatlantic trips, like that's or cross country trips. Like that's 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 really like it's the if, zeppelins are for sightseeing. What if they fly lower than airplanes? They fly they fly slower so you can get a look at stuff. What if we're we're thinking about this wrong? Because you normally do a zeppelin, you're on the undercarriage area, right? What if we took advantage of the upper area? That's a terrible plan. High stakes tennis matches. It's a terrible plan. Nobody's tied down. You're in the air. On a Zeppelin, playing tennis and other such sports. Like, what else could you do on the you're top? You're going to lose so many balls. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're on a Zeppelin, I think you could spend, like, uh, the how many dollars it'd be for a bunch of tennis balls. I think that you can eat that that cost pretty easily. Yes, maybe. I don't know, man. I just, I'm not, I'm not feeling the Zeppelin plan. The Zeppelin sports just doesn't seem, I mean, Zeppelin races, even those seem boring as shit. No, that, that's not exciting. And just imagine, like, you could, uh, if I had a Zeppelin, like, just in the free time when it wasn't being used for anything, I'd be up top hitting golf balls off of it. Do I care about golf? No. But do I want to hit golf ball I, off I something see, that's I really high I don't in the think air? I would. I think, like, the, the beauty of the Zeppelin, like, is you have infinite airtime, right? You have zero fuel cost, like, by, besides the initial fuel cost. And if you can use hydrogen, that fuel cost is very low. And hydrogen is relatively safe. Um, like there was a lot of things that went wrong with, uh, the Hindenburg. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you can make hydrogen safe. I mean, at least as safe as jet fuel, right? Or rocket. Like we, I mean, we use volatile compounds in all of our things. Hmm. I know. I'm trying to think like what other sports you could do on top of Zeppelin. 
I don't think sport. I don't think that's the right like. There, there's a reason you hang from the Zeppelin, not go on top of the Zeppelin. I don't think it'd be sturdy enough to do bowling up there, and also that bowling might not be exciting. Well, also like there. you, you have the issue of weight, of weight distribution. Like you can't, you can't put too much weight up on top, or your Zeppelin's gonna roll. But yeah, but you can do tennis up there. Tennis is not like it's not like a heavy. Who's gonna watch the tent t- the tennis? I I don't I honestly don't know enough about Zeppelin physics to know if this is gonna cause an issue. No, no, you're gonna have to have drones that are gonna be because like you're gonna have drones like taking images of the people playing up there. Like not a lot of people have to be on the Zeppelin for this to happen. You got the people up there playing tennis. The people who well, are what? in charge of the tennis balls. Well, then why don't you just use autonomous blimps? They're slightly different. Uh, I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> Between a blimp and a zeppelin? I don't know either. Are, aren't they the same thing? <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I think we may have uh, killed this conversation. Yeah, no, I don't think we got anywhere else to go with I this. Don't, I don't think so. Should we, should we get out of here? Sure. And Lando's very excited for us to be done. All right, guys. Uh, well, if I mean, I want to know what you guys would do, and if you guys think hydrogen is worth the risk. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios, or follow us on Twitter at blindnerdstudios. I'll see you guys next week.